Hey everyone, welcome to Ghost Peppers Not Lemons, a podcast where a husband and wife talk about life and invite you to be a part of it. My name is Zoe. My name is Alyssa. And thank you for joining us for episode number seven. Hey, 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 hey. Lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. Also, by the way, I'm listening to my ears and I thought I sounded like an announcer and I was really excited for a second. So <laughs> I don't know if you thought that, you probably didn't, but I'm I got kidding. like a little bit of echo in my ear. It's cool. It's always been my dream. You Announcing did it. like at a NBA game or a football game. That'd be cool. I would mess it up I, real bad. You but. know, actually that would be pretty cool, but that's not what we're doing today. That's not at all what we're doing. No, today, we're <laughs> what we're doing is uh, we have one of our uh, really special friends. I don't know why I described her that way. <laughs> In that tone. <laughs> In that tone. Special I friends. was trying to say we have a really special guest, but also a really good friend, and they just melded together, and that's what you got. So, so a special guest and oh, a good friend. That's it. Not um, a special good friend. What did you say? I don't I remember. I said we got a real special friend. <laughs> Um, she's probably listening. You are listening. You are very special. We love you. Hi, Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we, uh, talked with Aaron. Uh, she shared a little bit of her story. Uh, and this one also too is very coffee nerd related. So if you've ever been curious about like what actually happens, like what do people do when they roast coffee? There's a whole thing that I didn't even know existed and I love coffee. So if you are any part interested in that, hang out, stay tuned, but there's also some other cool stuff along the way. Yep. Well, and she doesn't talk specifically like the process and all of that, but if you're ever interested, you could reach out to her probably. Yeah. I mean, I a little bit of the process. Kind you, of. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's it. Enjoy. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> Well, hello, Aaron. Hello, special guest. (laughs) Why don't you introduce? Why don't you introduce yourself to us? Hi, my name is Aaron. Uh, We've known each other for a long time. Mm -hmm. Long time. At least ten years. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, we met ten years ago. Ten years ago this year, actually, we met. I'm glad you know. I keep track of everything. I'm a bad friend. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry, not yes to the bad friend, but that was my awkward segue. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us who you are, what you do, who you be. Give um, us some th- the deets. The deets. Uh, so yeah, I am Aaron. I work in coffee. I am transitioning i will be a head roaster for a coffee company uh yeah and currently living in minneapolis minnesota i feel like that was a little minnesotan at the end there minnesota (laughs) minnesota (laughs) i forgot how zo transitioned to the coffee thing because he did it so well and into the coffee thing oh into the next thing yeah that we talked about yeah. I'm going to leave into the recording as yes. we're talking now. Yeah. And I was saying coffee. That's a cool thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually how Zoe and I met. It's coffee. Yeah, actually. Yes. That was my first, um, like actually it was my first actual retail job. I worked at like, uh, as a sign company a long time ago that I don't think exists. Um, and like random, super random segue. If you ever look at signs that like are on buildings, cause that's where signs are. Um, but like the neon signs or whatever it is, and they have like that outline around the lettering, 
that's what I would do. I'd put that little outline on. Wow. And I did that. It was like under the table, kind of unofficial in high school you job, shady. just only in the summer. It was a family friend that we had. Um, but then my first actual job was Starbucks. And then that's how I met you. And that's actually how I got connected to church way back in the day. It's true. And that it's a whole other story. But yeah. I'll just have to come back for that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other story. It's true. So, so it's you've true. been in it for a hot minute. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I yeah. had a question about it, but. The buck? Live in that Starbucks oh life? Gosh, Starbucks. The jolly green giant? Dislike. If there's any Starbucks fans out there. Sorry. It used to be better. It really did. Yeah. We used to like it. And then it didn't happen. So coffee, you, um, well, I'm, I'm kind of going all over the place. So you're in Minnesota currently. Currently. Yes. How long ago did you move there? Uh, about three years ago. Okay. So three years ago, two and a half, two and a half now. I keep thinking it's only been a year. No, Mm. I don't know why I keep. My brain is like, she's only lived there for a year. Let's see. January 20, let's see, 2018, I think. So like and not too long after we left. Yeah. Yeah. So somewhere right. around there. I think it's either two Gosh. and a half years or I just time. Time is hard. Fickle. Yeah. Crazy. Fickle. Wow. Yep. I'm being blown. So. Yeah. Crazy. You're just blowing my mind tonight. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. She's so. giving lots of insights. You, um, I totally skipped over like a huge, well, we clearly rehearsed this beforehand. (laughs) (laughs) We're just literally talking. We say this every single episode. If you're actually listening at this point, we're so glad. Thanks Thanks, for hanging in. I don't know if you checked out like after the first 30 seconds, (laughs) what is happening? Who are these people? This is what happens when you give friends microphones. And just like, all right, (laughs) just record a conversation. Boom. Cool. Well, we we have some direction. We just keep getting sidetracked. Yeah. Well, cause I'm like, and I'm thinking, okay, do we tell? Do you want to tell your story before we ask a question? Do you want to say, I don't know. Question. <laughs> question. <laughs> Truth or question. dare, but question or story. <laughs> question or story. <laughs> you chose question. Um, dun, dun, dun. So we'll get into some of your story a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, you were in Minnesota mm-hmm. when last year all that happened. Mm-hmm. We've talked to people in different areas we talked to my parents who own a nonprofit. well don't own my dad's the director my mom works there as well um we've talked to um uh, business owners and then you were in the service industry mm-hmm. what was like last year for you how did that look was it did you guys have the same effect i mean for me like coffee is one of those things where it's like everyone will always want coffee mm-hmm. but i don't know what that what did it look like for you yeah it feels like it uh, we ended up, it didn't really feel like COVID was going to be as intense as it was. I feel like that's something that might be a thing for everybody. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I just remember when March rolled around, everything seemed to speed up exponentially. And then all of a sudden we were limiting hours, uh, limiting guests, and then, and one day it was like, we're, we're shutting the cafe. Um, we didn't know how long we would be closed for. Mm. So that was just a crazy experience. Um, and then because crazy coffee geek here, I'm listening to other coffee podcasts and just trying to get a feel for what 
things look like in the industry outside of Minnesota and listening to podcasts and people talking about what they're going to do and how they're going to change things possibly for for their employees. Um, I know some companies had to lay people off. Um, thankfully for, for me, I was super fortunate. I got a two month not, not, time off. Um, still uncertain of what was going to happen. Uh, but I live in a house with four other people, which is uh, during that time, it was a, a bit of a blessing. Um, thankfully we all get along for the most part. Yeah. Um, so it was nice to have a built-in community during that time. Mm. But um, other than that, like the company I work for, they kept in pretty good communication, had a pretty active social social media presence and just communicated with customers and, and us. Um, never really felt like things were going to get to the point where it was super scary or I would have to find another job. It was in the back of my mind, but, uh, it, it didn't feel that scary. Um, it was a good time for me to just process through what I actually wanted, realize Mm. I need to keep routine in my life. And, uh, yeah. So uh, we shut down for, what we thought was going to be maybe a week or two. It ended up being something like two months. Um, and then our roastery stayed open through the whole time. Um, cause like you said, Zoe, everybody wants coffee. Yes. That doesn't stop. <laughs> so then, uh, the cafes reopened, uh, very minimally and like you could, we could only have customers like one or two customers come in at a time. And so it was really slow, but it was really amazing to see the community around dogwood and how the community supported the staff that was pretty cool to see um that they do care about us and that we're not just drones that make them coffee Mm -hmm. um so that was pretty cool to see and then once we opened back up like i said things were really slow but the generosity continued for a while and so that was pretty cool Good. That's yeah. cool. I feel like yeah. that's a good thing, like out of what you just said. I feel like people realized really quickly that like, oh, you say we're essential, but like mm-hmm. you treat us a certain way. So do you believe that? And then people are like, yeah. So um, it's just, it's just really interesting, like how that kind of opened the eyes and people already knew that, but it's cool that you were in an environment that wasn't, you know, feel like, hey, so sucks to suck. I'll see you later. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question for you. Yes. Because you're in Minneapolis. 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 Twin Cities. Yep. What? Twin Six? Twin Cities. Oh, Twin Cities. <laughs> they said Twin Six. And I was like, I've never heard that reference before. Continuing to blow Any- your mind. <laughs> yes. Wow. So crazy. Um, You obviously live there. So when last year with George mm, Floyd. Yeah. Yep. How, how was that for you being pretty much like central to all of that? Like that, how, how was, how I, I, that must've been, sorry, I'm like interjecting, but that, but, but yeah, yep, go. Yeah, there was, we were right at the epicenter of things pretty much. One of our shops was a few blocks away from where everything happened. Um, 
and just living through the riots. There was riots happening about three blocks away from where I live. Uh, but it was, it didn't feel real watching things on the news and then seeing how things unfolded. Just it was. Do you think the media was portraying it wrongfully in that sense? No. no. Okay. So what you were seeing was what was happening. It yeah. Just, just it live. Just, okay. Got it. And yeah. And it that also happened really quick. It was yeah. just all of a sudden this horrible incident happened and then the city is up in arms and protest and just smoke bombs and the military. We have the, one of our locations is right by the um, air guard. And Mm -hmm. so that was crazy to come into work and see just tanks everywhere and barbed wire. And it didn't feel like, yeah. lived in the same place anymore so but then there was a lot of in that too it was amazing to see how the city and the community came together uh in support of george floyd's family and being a part of protests that happened and being able to listen and hear how hurt families were, how hurt families from murders in the past have come together again to support George Floyd's family and uh, Mm. the demand for justice to come was just, Mm. yeah, I, I don't know the best words to say, but just really unbelievable to watch just unfold right in front of my house and where I work. Yeah. But it yeah. sucks that it takes an incident like mm-hmm. that for people to be like, all right, let's, let's get together. Let's mm-hmm. route. And like, I don't know it, obviously stuff like this happens all the time mm-hmm. and people will say, oh, well, there was whatever, like, you know, we were in a pandemic and you're already frustrated and then you see this and it just blows up. But I think it just, there's, there's so many things that can kind of bring it to a point and you're not happy at all, you know? quite the opposite about what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we talk about. We talked about a little bit last week, like out of some of that, you gain some perspective or at least you get the opportunity to start to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's just a painful process. Um, mm-hmm. and it's so frustrating that it's at the cost of someone's life, you know, um, mm-hmm. having these conversations, being able to see stuff like that happen. And I know that's a reality and like, I don't think any of us live pie in the sky. Well, one, one day here, it will just all be whatever. Like that's just, that's just not reality. But yeah, I think we can still say that it's frustrating that that's what it comes to in order for there to feel like this level of unity. And even in that, like it just feels like there was unity in one group and then also massive divide in another group. And it just, Mm. It stayed that way. But anyway, that's a whole mm-hmm. other conversation we don't have to talk about. But anyway, yeah. that's, I'm sure that's un- unique being able to see that there because we're all watching from afar, also mm-hmm. in our own spaces. Like we're in Houston. And so that was also it's where he's from. His family's here. And so there was a huge thing that here. Yeah. Um, but we're watching all of that happen from there. And then granted, all across the country, really, but we're watching some of this stuff happen. 
Mm-hmm. So that I'm sure being in it, you're forced to kind of deal with that. You're yeah. not, you don't just get to, Oh, I'll turn off the TV and it's not real to me. It's like, no, there's stuff. <laughs> like you said, there's tanks in front of one of our shops. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a wild thing. Yeah. Yeah. And one of our other, so we have three locations and one of the others really near where the super intense riots were happening. Um, and, but neighborhood people kept an eye out and just looked out for the shop. So there was a lot of hurt and pain and anger and frustration that happened. But in all that too, again, like the, seeing how people came together to, to, to protect and then stand up and fight for justice yeah. was yeah. something I've never been a part of before. So mm. that's cool. Yeah. So through that mm-hmm. kind of leads us into our topic of the night for you of how challenges help you grow. Yeah. See what I did there. <laughs> I tied it all together. Well done. Well done. Thank you. You did it. I did. You know, you talked about before, like for you, if, you know, you, you've learned through, through challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to, my, now my brain's trying to piece it all together. What's been either recently or a big moment that you can see or multiple moments that you can see where that has really helped you grow like a certain challenge, a certain, well, I mean, we'll call them ghost peppers, but for the sake of our podcast, they're ghost peppers, peppers, not challenges. So starting back in Reno for me, this was, I moved after you guys left, right? Yeah. Yeah, We left in 17. Okay. July of 2017. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, I've worked in coffee for a really, really long time, really, really long time. Um, uh, and it started out as this, like, oh, get through high school, go get a real job, air quotes that, whatever that <laughs> means, uh, you know, get me through college kind of a thing. And, um, there's, my life has taken a different turn. Um, but coffee's always been at the center of it. And at the beginning of that, I thought, like I said, it was only going to be this, uh, this is just a little day job or whatever you do to get through until you get your real job. Your side hustle. And that's right. That's right. <laughs> yes. I, I deal those legal drugs. <laughs> uh, love the coffee. Um, and slowly, but surely that continued to be this, thing that I fell in love with. Mm. Uh, I could talk about coffee for hours and hours and hours. I used to always joke with the high school students that I worked with. I was like, if you want to distract me from whatever it is that we're supposed to be talking about, seriously, Alyssa knows she was a leader with me. Yeah. Um, talk to me about England or coffee and then yeah. I'm gone. Yeah. I can add a new one to that now. And that is hockey. So, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah. So coffee has like grown into this career of mine and it felt really weird to say that and to talk about that and see how that's developed and so from Starbucks it moved to this uh mom and pop shop third wave coffee company in Reno Nevada and um 
Ben I made you a cake when you got the job. You did. You, I and I was so proud of. of a, I was oh so gosh. proud of that cake. Yes, because we were oh living gosh. together. I was gonna say, well, I didn't even. So we talked about how I met Zoe, um, but Alyssa, we 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 met at church, and mm-hmm. then we met at a small group. Yep, it's the same night I met. The night I met Zoe is the night I met you. Yep, and then it was the awkward night because Zoe was leaving, and so you guys had him sit in the center and share like encouragement. I, f- I forgot about that until you guys were talking about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's right. So crazy. Yeah. And, and so then from there, and then me and your sister connected and uh-huh. went out to coffee. Um, Yeah, we went to coffee. Yeah. To where you went working yep. for. So yeah. So segue back. But yeah. And then through that, you and I just started hanging out, getting to know each other. And mm-hmm. then you had this grand idea of. Hey, you're looking to move out and I'm looking to move out. Let's move together. It was perfect timing. It was. It was. And then she met this dude and they got serious and he <laughs> took I'm her sorry. away from me. I know. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Sorry, I'm, not sorry. Good. You should, you should, good. <laughs> it was, was like, I'm sorry. I'm really not. I'm I don't not. care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad because they're awesome. Mm. So, yeah. And we grew. We had lots of those like yeah. nice, intense, roomy conversations mm-hmm. and lots of laughs. So... That's why this podcast is a little all over the place. Yeah. We go way back. But anyways, so I made cake. you a cake. And yeah. for the hub and the transition <laughs> then into the hub, I knew where I was going. I was yes. keeping it all together. Um, yeah. This, this coffee company was great for me. I realized there that it could be more than just pulling an espresso shot, making a latte and making it look pretty for people and seeing how much um, community and relationship comes from coffee and even like you talking about meeting Erica my sister like that was over coffee and Mm -hmm. we met over coffee Mm -hmm. I'm looking at Zoe like we met over coffee and so I just love how friendships and relationships and business deals or whatever can be made over coffee and then the more you get to know about coffee for me like it was it just I couldn't let go of coffee so at the hub I got to the point where it just felt like I wasn't able to grow anymore and not really sure what to do in that situation and so what do I do I decide I'm gonna either move to Portland which makes a lot of sense if you're in the coffee industry Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a lot of sense or (laughs) Minneapolis which may not make as much sense to those that don't know the industry very well. And even to those that I, d- I honestly didn't industry. realize that many, I only associated like, coffee yeah, with Portland. Portland. Like, right. I've, like there's someone I went to college with that they started a, or they're starting a coffee company in Portland, which I'm excited. It's really cool. But yeah, when I when think coffee, I'm like Portland, like, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. But yeah. Minnesota, no, doesn't make any sense. Right. It's all the way up in Timbuktu. It's like basically Canada, right? Basically. So basically. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> You need a passport to visit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And yeah, so I, uh, it's great. Hockey ties into this too. Um, I, I went on a trip for coffee and on the trip, I met one of the people that works for cafe imports and that company is based in Minneapolis. And so I got to thinking, oh, well maybe I can go get a job at Cafe Imports because I don't really want to be a manager anymore. And um, so what's next? I want to stay in coffee. And it felt like Reno was, Reno was comfortable Mm -hmm. and I, I didn't, 
I, I wanted to be challenged and I felt like I wasn't growing. There was lots of other things that were going on at the time too. Um, but I just, I really wanted to be challenged and grow. And so I figured, yeah, Portland would be a good place for that. And then randomly Minneapolis. <laughs> and, um, so I went to Portland. I was up there for a week. I actually talked to a coffee company up there and I was like, Oh, it'd be great to come work for you guys. So that was kind of on the table. And then, um, one of my good friends who plays hockey got me into hockey. There's this pond hockey tournament that happens every January in Minneapolis. So it's like, oh, it'd be great to go support you. Check out this importer and see if this is something I could actually do. Mind you, this is January in Minnesota. <laughs> and it was it the hottest it got. I don't feel like I can say hottest, but you know, it was 12 degrees. That's so with, dumb. With uh. wind chill. So it was cold. Oh and I spent the whole weekend on a lake. I was in <laughs> heaven. I was in heaven. We were so different. Oh I my gosh. Loved every moment of it. And so I was like, wow, this is a really cool place. And again, I lived on a lake for the weekend and watched hockey, and it was great. So I also got to got to go check out cafe imports and that was really fun so i go back to reno like oh my gosh i just feel like i need more but i can't leave and i don't know what to do i had a really good conversation with the owner of the hub and he's like you need to go do you the hub will be okay without you and him saying that to me it's very egotistical of me to think that i keep the hub together but there was something in it that just that released me and it felt really good so yeah. um as y'all know i moved to minnesota <laughs> and the funny thing is um i moved to minnesota in january so the only two times i had been to minnesota was the dead, dead of, of winter, winter. <laughs> dead of winter i didn't know minnesota turned green or it got warm it's not really true but you know it was it was so yeah. <laughs> it's true it gets it gets toasty um so that was just a whole crazy whirlwind of an adventure and the decision to move away from a place I called home for most of my life um that for me like there was this really cool piece that came with it but at the same time like I'm leaving everything I know mm -hmm. I'm moving away from this really awesome place that I lived um, the little house right on the river and a job I was comfortable in. And I knew family for support and friends for support to Minnesota and uh, where I knew no one, by the way, not a soul. Um, and I drove across country. I had no place to live. That's not who I am. But there was this part of me that's like, this will be great. This is fun, right? This is an adventure. You can do this. So get to Minnesota and uh, my mom drove me across country and we get there and we stay at an Airbnb and my mom ended up asking if we could go see the coffee shop. I, I started at this coffee company. They were just opening a brand new location. So she wasn't going to be able to see the spot that I was helping to open because I got there early. And so we went to go visit it and during our time there, I ended up finding the my landlord, who also was my boss uh, at the time, the manager of the spot. So I don't recommend that. 
but it worked out. It did work out. <laughs> Most from challenges. Oh my gosh. Yes. Especially when you don't com- communicate the same way or even like it doesn't feel like the communication is a thing. I mean, okay. So we were housemates. We, yeah. Everything was not rainbows and ponies and butterflies no. the whole time. No. But we talked and we, we're still yeah. here right now. Yeah. And I love you. Yeah. But I, I also w- didn't boss you and you didn't boss me. Accurate. And we also we also didn't work together. I think that helped maybe. That's true. Yeah. I don't but know. I mean, anyway. there is there's that level of But I feel like we could talk about things if yes. we like conflict and hard challenges. Yeah. I'm sorry. We I did. am now derailing Anyways. the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> fine. We're talking. All, all that to say it it wasn't the best of living situation. That's brought challenges. Um but yeah, at the time everything just fell into place and so it felt good but at the same like when my I took my mom to the train station uh I was it was the strange I came back to the house and I went up to the room and I started making a puzzle and I was like I don't know what to do right now I know no one I don't know what to do I'm just gonna make this puzzle and we're gonna somehow figure out what we're doing and at that point like I said the store hadn't opened yet so they had nothing for me to do and so left alone with your thoughts in a brand new place with no one that you know. You're trying to make the puzzle fit. You're making the pieces fit together. That's right. Yeah. And it, I finished the puzzle and that felt good. But yeah, so just I don't, this feeling of not really knowing what I'm going to be doing. And then so on top of this, the I came from working for a company where I was basically like a kind of district manager position, um, helping set up locations and uh, guide and lead the managers that were in charge and training and all sorts of things like that to then a barista at this location. Mm -hmm. So it's, I took a pay cut and a demotion to move across country and be a part of this company, all in hopes of working for this importer that's based in Minneapolis. yeah and not really knowing what's going to happen so that was a struggle where i didn't know i I interviewed over zoom um and yeah anyways so knowing no one then uh as time went on we finally opened we had a pretty solid team uh and things were great but it's it's hard to as as I learned more about the team and the management, the lack of leadership that there was at the location was really, really hard and not really wanting to listen to the people around them and learn from people. That was also really hard. So not really feeling like I had a place much at this job. It just became a job in coffee. But my love of coffee drove me to want to do more. And, um, so I ended up instead of quitting, which would have been so nice, I decided to challenge myself even further and (laughs) take this ridiculous course, uh, in for coffee. It's a week long course. It's called the Q grade certification. Uh, and if any of y'all know about sommeliers, it's, it's similar, not like the top som but it's like the f- second, like f- similar to like the first or second level of the sommelier. You like you have to mm. know all sorts of taste stuff and sensory stuff, and it was 
probably one of the most intense weeks of my life. It was insane. So the first three days you're training and learning all of the things that you're going to be tested on. And then the last three days you're tested. And if you, you, you have to pass them all in order to get this cue certification. You can't fail any of them. So once you finally get to the testing portion of this, um, it's like you pass one. So there's this moment of relief, but then all of a sudden you're like, Oh yeah, I have another test in like half an hour. And Holy crap. What did I get myself into? What you're probably going to ask, but I'm so curious. Cause I've, I've never heard about this before. Like, is it, Hey, here's this thing. Tell me the right flavors in here. Thankfully, no, but you're going to do a lot of, and I can go crazy coffee geek on you here. It's great. Um, so why don't you do cuppings, which, uh, you get a certain amount of coffees on the table and you have to taste them and score them. Um, and then from there, there's also triangulations where they put, so there's three different, three bowls of coffee on the table. Two of the coffees are the same. One is different. And you have to pick out the different coffee in that group of three. And I think there's like eight groups of three on the table. So that's one. And then there's a roast defect one, which that one was crazy, where you have to um, pick out. There's, again, so it's a triangulation. So you have two coffees that are the same and one that's different. You have to pick out the different one again, but you also have to say what's wrong with the coffee if it's baked or if it's underdeveloped or overdeveloped and like i said i can go crazy oh my so, gosh that's so complex then there's also a salt and sour and sweet thing i could do that do right levels. now I, you could. I could do that because of covid i can only yes. taste for the most part salty sweet acidic and you probably nail that it's just salt salt sour sweet. salt sour sweet yeah mm-hmm. i could totally do that yeah Five months into after having COVID and I still can't fully taste or smell things. So So fun fun stuff. Anyways, so on. That's just so crazy. Like, I wonder now, because like the only thing I relate to is like, I'm going to call it like Starbucks. Your coffee's burnt all of it. There's one, you (laughs) say the blonde roast and I don't even know. But anyway, it's consistency, grossness so that people know what they get no matter where they are in the world. But like, (laughs) I said, but true. That's the only thing that I can say, like, well, we double roast it. So you over roasted okay i got that but like the complexity of that i think of like to me i there's some stuff i can call pull out because i being in it like there's some stuff that you taught me mm-hmm. but the <laughs> someone's like here there's three coffees i might be able to tell if it's all good coffee i don't know that i'd be able to tell the difference and even if i could if it's like okay what's wrong with it tastes bad <laughs> so i don't that's, like this it. one yucky this one yucky <laughs> this one not as good <laughs> nailed it <laughs> so anyway sorry yeah, no. but no that's that's cool keep going sorry. yes that was that was crazy uh and it it felt like it would give me some sort of a hope i've always struggled with no so how am i gonna make coffee a career because i I did two years of university and then I, I fled the country. Alyssa and I were talking earlier and basically my pattern is freak out, flee, <laughs> freak out, flee. And I don't know if that's maybe a little crazy, but I mean, I was all for opportunities, but in those moments I yeah. grew the most. And, yeah. um, so, uh, 
yeah, just tried struggling at work and trying to figure out how best to do something with my life. And this seemed like a logical step for me. Let's go try to do this intense course that, mm. you know, I, and I know if I would have stayed in Reno, this wouldn't have happened. I know for a fact it just was too comfortable. It, okay. So it's more out of a comfortability thing yeah. versus a opportunity like that was that you couldn't have gotten in Reno. It was something that you had to do in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yep. Minneapolis. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, and just, just because I was pushed to the point where I, I don't know what else to do and I'm so frustrated mm. with where I'm at, I need to challenge myself to do something more. Um, otherwise I feel like this might be a giant mistake and you know, what am I going to do? Mm. So um, out of a class of, I think there were 16 of us, 16 or 17 of us, only six of us passed on that, that weekend. Wow. So crazy that's just how intense that class is or that course can be you did it sorry Zoe. (laughs) that's fine that's good peek it anyway yeah so i went back to minneapolis with this q course completion and um it it wasn't for anyone but me and through all of this too Mm -hmm. there was a lot of doubt and i said i was like district manager and running, helping run these shops in Reno. But I, I felt like I was living a lie and, Mm. um, Mm. like I wasn't worthy of this position that I was given and just kind of fell into it versus actually earning it. I guess I, yeah, Mm. I don't, I don't know. And it's no one put that on me, but me, that's what I was living in. And so to some extent, I think I was running away from that in Reno to Minneapolis and just, wanting to see if maybe cafe imports could be a thing. Oh, I forgot to mention this. Um, before I decided to take the queue, I did get an interview at cafe imports and I didn't get hired. And so uh, at that point too, I was like, okay, well, this is what I moved out here for. Mm. Crap. Now what? I'm stuck in this job as a barista that working for people that don't know the difference between over and under extracted coffee and, Oh my gosh, what am I going to do with my life? What am I, anyway, so, um, yeah, came back to, with the certification and still just feeling like, finally feeling like, I was like, okay, I did this. I was able to accomplish this for myself. And, um, that felt like, I, not like I finally made it, but like, there's a part of me that's like, Aaron, you're not lying to people in the industry you know what you're doing Mm. you've been doing this for so long and um you're passionate about it and you care about it and it's really it it would have it used to be really hard for me to say something like that but anyway through this time on my own away from my comfort and which i didn't i didn't realize how comfortable i was in reno yeah it wasn't until i moved away and got shaken up and was able to challenge myself in new ways that I was able to see more of my value, um, not just in coffee, but as a leader and as a person that cares deeply about other people and what what value they can bring to the table. Because that's that's something that is very much lacking at this company that I'm currently working for, and it, and it makes me sad and breaks my heart. And I just I. I've never wanted anyone to feel like that. Um, and yeah, so seeing, seeing how 
finding my confidence and being able to share that with other people and the people that I'm currently working with and in a way that I didn't think I had in me. Yeah. So there's been just lots of self-discovery over the last Mm. two and a half years. Yeah. It's really incredible. Like what kind of transformations can happen in that. And again, like you said, it's stuff that you, you, you went in going, well, I don't, this is what I'm hoping for. And then to not get it, you're like, well, what the heck do I do? Like, it's like, I know. And like, literally like you were, went to your, when you got there, like you had dropped your mom off at the train station and then you're like, okay, I'm here. I don't have anything to do. I know no one. I can't go work. I'm going to do a puzzle, I guess. And like how, I don't know, to me that just, that just stuck with me. Cause it's like, it's, mm-hmm. It's it's semi metaphorical and the way I'm looking at it, like, okay, well, I have this thing that I have to kind of put together and I don't know I might not know I might not even have all the pieces, you know, but like just attempting to kind of do that and forced then after that where the opportunity you were hoping to get, you didn't get, and you're like, Okay, okay, well, crap. Like it's <laughs> the whole freaking reason I moved out here and now now this opportunity is gone. I'm sure I'm sure there are moments where like, well, do I just go back home? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I can go back to this comfort thing. I'm sure I know people there. I'm sure that someone will be able to take me back in. I have family, all that kind of stuff. Cause I know I've, I've thought those things before. Like mm. if we just like said, we're done, I can't do it anymore. Whatever. We'll go back to what we know because you know, we may, I may not be happy about it, but at least I'm not gonna, at least I know that something will happen. But if you didn't do that, like you wouldn't have forced yourself to go, well, I'm going to go do this thing. That's like, really awesome like mm-hmm. it's a huge accomplishment yeah Thanks. and then yeah you know and then having more opportunities outside of that it just it's hard because like that doesn't always happen um not in the sense that it can't happen but i think sometimes and i, I say for a good reason like we could get caught up in our own self-doubt mm-hmm. and lack of confidence and those are i say they're okay not that like just sit in it. Um, we talked about this last week, but like there is a level of knowing that like in the midst of the stuff, if you don't let yourself be in that, then you don't know what can happen or what mm-hmm. perspective, what thing might happen out of it. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just cool. What can happen in that? Again, I'm sure it wasn't a pleasant, you mm. know, experience mm-hmm. in those like doubtful moments. Yeah. They're not, <laughs> again, like we talked the whole podcast, like it's not a lemon. It's no. like this is a lemon. Cool, you can you can make some lemonades tasty, but like, you know, this thing I gotta I gotta figure out how to deal with it. And I did it to myself. Like I moved myself there yeah. by myself. Yeah, I did that. I fed myself that ghost pepper. Yeah. Well, and I I think sometimes <laughs> yeah there is we we do that to ourselves, but mm-hmm. like you said, without that, how yeah. how would you have grown? Yeah. And like the even. Even if at the end of the day, like, let's say you don't get this perfect, you know, everything that you want of like what you want to do with your career within coffee. Like even the fact that you just prove to yourself that you are capable is Mm -hmm. way more valuable than like what position you may ever have. Does that make sense? Like you now have just proven to yourself, like, and I, that's incredible because not a lot of people it's that fight or flight type of thing. Yeah. And it's so easy to get caught up 
in it. And obviously there's certain areas and spots in life where you're going to do that fight or flight. And one may sound easier than the other at Mm -hmm. times, but yeah. So no, that's, that's awesome. Good for you, Erin. Thanks. So are you sommelier now? I wish. Oh, that's going to be my next. Oh, it's just within coffee. Yeah. Oh, I thought, oh, so you're saying it's like sommelier. Yeah. Similar. Got it. But it's okay. Got it. I it's thought the easiest way to describe the Got it. Okay. madness that I decided to do. <laughs> less flashcards. <laughs> there were flashcards, <laughs> but less of them. Oh yeah. Gosh. It was fun. Yeah. It, it, mostly fun. So do you mostly. think, do you think there's a part of you that talking about like a fight or flight? Mm-hmm. Do you think that there's a part of you that even with all your doubt and lack of confidence through things that you've walked through, that your stubbornness carried you through everything or pushed you or would have been the fear of not six like because i know we kind of talked about this but do you think it was your stubbornness or your fear i think it was a fabulous combination of the two of them (laughs) and i don't know if it was fear working through stubbornness or stubbornness working through fear that is what Mm. i helped but uh, I, I have a very wise friend that once I had told I was afraid of failure and he asked me, well, what does failure look like to you? Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I discovered that failure to me was the lack of growth, the lack of learning and discovering and challenging Mm. and that doesn't eliminate my fear but it helped me to remember that I grow and I gather strength through those moments that does not mean that fear is not there it's definitely there and this is where the stubbornness pays off because (laughs) like like all right damn it I can do this (laughs) you know and um I was shaking my whole way through that week. And then also like being in Minnesota by myself, everybody had friends and people and it is hard to make friends in Minnesota. I don't know if it's just a Minnesota thing. I feel like that's everywhere. Okay. It's a, yeah, it's an everywhere thing. That's good to know. I feel like the older you get, it's harder to like try and make connections because everyone's got their lives and busyness and they've got got their, if they've been here, they've got their little circles that they're Mm -hmm. part of. And not that it's a, we don't want to include you. It's just we forget to include thing. you. It's huh? yeah. It's like this is our thing. We, this is to, our th- we forget, yeah, we we forget, forget to include you. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. You're here. Yeah, what are you doing? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we live with you. Oh, funny. Sorry, right. I might be a little bitter. <laughs> <laughs> so as I say, I think I think you're not obviously in school anymore, and you're like, hey, you're swinging on the jungle set too. Cool. Let's just be friends. Yes. You know, it, it's it's no. harder <laughs> in the sense of. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of more moving parts. Definitely. But anyways. Yeah. So through like through challenging yourself, um, through your combination of fear and stubbornness, like obviously mm-hmm. you, you've been able to overcome some things like um, we always like to ask what are, what is something that you can tell someone um, that worked for you that might help them because mm-hmm. we might have advice that won't work, mm-hmm. but 
and the way that you look at something or, or the, your perspective on it might be different. So like what, like what is that thing that for you, was it just like, I'm just going to keep persevering and that's it. If that is that anyway, that whole yeah. long question is like, what, what was the thing? And then what, how would you encourage someone if they're what, I don't know what, it's a real long question. And it was not clear at all. <laughs> But you kind of got what I'm saying. Definitely. Definitely. I would say I, I encourage people to get outside their comfort zones. And even if it's just a little thing, that doesn't mean you have to move across the country. Um, I, I don't know, say hi to someone that you didn't, you've been wanting to, I don't just little things, whatever it takes to get outside your comfort zone and, um, be, easier said than done, but try to remember to be okay to fail. Uh, it's in the failures that we grow. Um, and I, ugh, big fan of Will Smith. I swear there's a purpose. So <laughs> he got on social media on Instagram and he did this little, I think it's still on his stories, but he talks about failure and in it, he talks about how it's important to, um, fail forward. And I love that. So it's, if we, if we don't fail, that really means we're stationary, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, I have to be okay. I, me telling myself right now, like I have to be okay with failing and that's scary and it's, it can hurt myself. It can hurt other people. But if we live in a state of fear and not wanting to challenge ourselves to fail forward, we're not going to grow. Um, and I mean, who knows whose lives we're going to touch in the meantime, if we, if we choose not to fail, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I, that would be an encouragement to, to try to step out. And like I said, it doesn't have to be moving across the country, moving overseas, whatever, like just, being okay with getting uncomfortable, asking someone a question maybe that you didn't think you could. I, I just to stretch yourself and challenge yourself in new and exciting ways. Um, yeah, I really like what your friend had asked you of like, what does failure look like mm -hmm. you? Or what does failure look like to you? <laughs> Not look <Yeah>. like you. <laughs> um, because that's a that's a really good question of like, like that is, I, mm -hmm. I, you know, like, I don't know. It's just failure looks different to everybody, mm -hmm. just like how we see things so differently. And so anyways, that, that's a, that is a cool question. Mm -hmm. That's a good one to think about. Mm -hmm. I never, I had never thought about that before. I just thought, oh, I live in fear. Oh, I live in fear. But I'm taking the time to ask. Asking questions is also really good. Love those questions. Uh, sometimes, sometimes they can bring more questions, but. I feel like that's helpful. Having good people in your life that you can talk to about things that there's um, a freedom to come as you are and to, to ask questions is an amazing space to be in. And even that can be scary. That could be pulling yourself outside your comfort zone because you don't necessarily know how people are going to respond. But um, yeah, finding solid people trying to find solid people and just ask questions. Yeah. Mm. That's good. But I feel like that's, again, that's how you grow mm -hmm. is you question 
I mean, it, like, and even doubt stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm big on that there's, right now. There's like a level it. too, mm-hmm. like even within doubting and like, we also like, like we talked about, like there is a level of like, it's not, there is scariness with doubt and there's scariness with like questioning and failing and like mm-hmm. all of that. And like, it's hard cause you don't want self doubt to take over. Yep. You don't want self like lack of confidence to rule your life as to why you're not succeeding. But you also then have to ask your questions like you're those questions of like, why do I doubt myself mm-hmm. to dig deep and then hopefully use that to drive yourself to to be to fail forward. Like you, you know, mentioned yeah. before, like you using your fear to to motivate in a way it can be challenging and really scary Mm -hmm. but yeah i forgot where i was going with that my brain literally stopped happens a lot huh huh said happens a lot huh shut up (laughs) (laughs) love you i know anyways back to aaron alonzo um anyways i think for me like yeah this through all of it is you don't want to have doubt and you don't want to, to limit yourself in your doubt um, because that's not good. Mm-hmm. But then questioning why you're limiting yourself through doubt can be a hard thing, and it mm-hmm. sh- but it should be a question you ask yourself mm-hmm. if, if you're wanting to move forward. Yeah. If you just want to be there, then... That's, yeah, it's hard. That's, it's, that's okay. Yeah, but. yeah. Like, <laughs> It comes down, it's like it it becomes a choice. And like for me, thankfully at the right place, right time, I had that friend to step in and say, but what does that mean to you? And I didn't get it right then and there. It took a few years and a giant move to to (laughs) fully, you know, think about what that looks like. And am I at a space where I'm like, oh yeah, I can take on the world. Maybe at some point. And you can tell by the, that voice that just happened exactly uh but there's steps closer and i don't think we were talking about earlier anytime you say i think you're at that spot you've arrived you've got so much more work to do and i i never i that's the thing i I never i never want to say that i never want to say i've arrived Mm. the people that like i i don't much anymore but like listen to someone like joe rogan he for a long time, I don't know if he still does, but like had probably the biggest podcast, um, the most successful one. And his thing was like, I'm always working. I'm always grinding. Like I never think that I've gotten there because I feel like as soon as I've got there, I've lost it. Mm. Um, and which there can be a degree of toxicity in that where you're afraid you're to lose stopping. it and that's like, yeah. yeah and you're not, and you're just motivated you by your fear of losing it. Right. But at the same time, like, mm-hmm. like you said, there's, you don't want to, you don't want to, it's, it can be for, I don't want to lose this thing, but it's also, well, I know that I want to keep growing and keep getting more because yeah. I think we all get to a point to where like, that's where I want to be. And if you're like, okay, well this is it. And then eventually it's like, is this it though? Can there be more? And mm-hmm. you start, questioning that again yeah well i think people confuse sometimes arrival with comfortability Mm. and it's not necessarily that they've arrived it's just that that's where they're comfortable Mm -hmm. right and they confuse it with well i've achieved it but really 
did you have you or are you just comfortable because you don't you aren't ready for the keep growing part or are you Mm -hmm. afraid of growing are you afraid of Mm -hmm. moving on to the next step you know that kind of thing so yeah I lived in fear for a long time uh and lived in that moment of comfort for a long time and being in that moment it almost amplified the final acknowledgement of, oh, wow, I can do this, you know, and mm. make things. So, yeah, I, there's nothing wrong with being in that moment of right. comfort. And I don't know if I'm embracing that space and seeing, exploring it and seeing what that looks like, because maybe that comfort isn't actually comfort and there's a way that you can grow. Mm. You, you are growing. Yeah. But yeah, being able to be honest with yourself um, that's something else I struggled with. We could, we could talk on. I'm so sorry. There's like, <laughs> no, I'm a good. hot mess. Let's keep talking. What, what else? <laughs> that's what happens when you get friends on a podcast. You just keep talking. You're like, cool. They're having a conversation with themselves. <laughs> Hopefully some of it's helpful. I'm sure like no, that's the whole thing. There's, it's, yeah. there's some good stuff in here. Yeah, I'm even gaining just, stuff from it. Again, yeah. you were just blowing my brain. So... That's the thing. That's and that's always the cool thing is like the the moment you start opening up, having conversation, um, and even sharing your story. There's stuff that maybe even you don't even know that you're communicating that we're like, oh yeah, that's good. Like again, that whole like I literally put a puzzle together when I had nothing to do. Um, yeah, like and that I took that was, as like yeah, I took that as like she was literally put like putting a little puzzle together as she was trying to put a puzzle together. Yeah, like of just, life. Boom. So. Boom. <laughs> massive wow um i'm gonna insert effects right there and i'm gonna anyway i'm going to um no but that's just that's just cool Mm -hmm. like that's and again that's the whole thing with the story is and it's not even too like like you were saying like earlier you're like i don't have this big ghost pepper moment but like like i was saying to you earlier like that's still a ghost pepper for you Mm -hmm. and, and like to not compare our ghost pepper sizes because in the reality of things, it's still a ghost pepper, regardless of how small or big it may feel. Yeah. Um, it's not something that you can just sprinkle some sugar on to like make it more palatable. Like for you stepping out and making this move was a ghost pepper moment. I feel like, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah. So don't limit here. Okay, well, I'm going to step in for Aaron. Don't limit the size of your ghost pepper and think it's too small or too big because anything is everything and all things are things. <laughs> yes. You had it. I did, and, and then, then I lost it. That's good. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, and one more thing. So with the, the advice and all that, is there anything else you want to share, talk about? Uh, no, I don't know. Go stars. I'm throwing hockey in there. Oh, you're hockey. Yes. We might not have any hockey listeners and maybe, Hey, maybe, (gasps) maybe you just added a hockey player. Not me. I'm not saying me, but like someone listening. Yes. Let's start listening. Or if you do, you can let us know. Get in touch. Tell me what team you like. Big fan stars. Go team. And before, if anyone does, no, they're not in the playoffs. I know it's okay. <laughs> next year. Yes. Always next year. 
That's right. We're just going to do the classic. They're rebuilding. <laughs> They're rebu- no, That's they just what lost. I've been saying for the Detroit Lions forever. <gasps> yes. They're they're going to get it eventually. And you just, it's a lie. You just believe the lie. They'll never get there. <laughs> you believe the lie. <laughs> There's hope. They dangle hope, so. It, like, there was, it was years ago. It was legit years ago. I was thinking about it. Like, man, they actually made it to the playoffs. And then they lost the first round. But they made it to the playoffs. And then you're like, man, these next couple of years. And nope. I just. Anyway, I don't want to talk about it. It's You're painful. a true fan. I have wanted to leave every single year. Every year I'm like, but I know what's going to happen is I'm going to actually commit and say, okay, I'm done. I'm for real done, and I'm going to commit it in my heart, and then they're going to do really well. And I'm like, yeah! I'm going to flip tables, and I'm like, no, I've been a fan. They're going to be like, you liar. And so I just want to hold out if they win the Super Bowl one time. <laughs> one time probably it's not gonna happen if they win the super bowl one time and i've been committed what if what it's if, worth they, it. what if it's worth even it. if they don't win the super bowl what if they just get to the super bowl that doesn't count it doesn't matter that does they not have count. to win the super bowl they need a ring i can make them a ring <laughs> say that you did win i mean you could you got to make all of them for the team not just the people that started or played it's for all the players anyway sorry that was a weird tangent at the end my bad (laughs) my fault it's my fault i brought up hockey it's true you asked if i wanted to talk about anything else we did yeah i didn't talk about england i did a pretty good job two of three things that's two or three things look at that do you have anything alonzo no that's it that's a great great conversation that we recorded there's a bunch of other stuff that we recorded that we're probably not going to share um so Great talk, Aaron. Thanks for having me. Thanks, thanks for hanging for, out. Thanks for Anytime. flying out here just for this podcast. Literally, though. <laughs> she came out just for the podcast. You, that's it. That's it. You, that's she it. flew out. She's like, guys, this podcast, I need to be a part of it. So I'm going to fly out just for it. So if Forget you, to see you and your puppy. I I'm just cool want to do a podcast. Put, I made them put me up in a hotel. <laughs> I'm currently wearing shades. Got some bling. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> Money's a coffee. That is not true. Yeah. That was all sarcasm. <laughs> no, 100%. Totally. Uh, cool. Well, yes, no, thank you for doing this. We appreciate it. Uh, anytime. And we'll have more conversation as, as we talked about things. We're like, oh, yeah, we could talk about that. So we'll bring you on later for I'm another day. Full yeah, of we'll have you on another time. For stuff. sure. Stuff. Yes. <laughs> well, thanks. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. So fun. Awesome. Well, thank you again, guys, uh, for listening to episode number seven. Can't believe that we are seven episodes in. It's pretty mind blowing, but pretty pretty cool. cool. Uh, Thanks again. And uh, through this, we hope that you gain something new, learn something different. I don't know, whatever, whatever you can take away. That's the goal. That's our hope. Every podcast every episode. Um, And so with that, if you have a story to share or know someone who has something to share or say, we would love to partner with you guys and um, get your story out there. And you never know the impact it could have on someone else um, and who might be walking through something very similar to you. And we welcome all, all walks, all journeys, wherever you're at. We want to hear it. We want to know it. We want to share it. Um, you can follow us on our social media, right? Facebook and Instagram. Yep. Uh, at ghost peppers, not lemons. And, or you could send us an email, uh, ghost peppers, not lemons at gmail.com. And I 
I think you covered oh, all of it. Uh, subscribe and like and, you know, all the cool kids things. You, you know, those things. I can't remember all of them. Comment. I think like, you got it. Subscribe. Yeah. Share. Hey, yes. Share on Instagram or Facebook. That'd be great. Yeah. Like we said, seriously, we uh, appreciate you. Appreciate you. I had about 10 thoughts happening <laughs> simultaneously I on my brain. Tell. And so thank you for coming in because that was really awkward. Uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys. And um, I, I, I don't know I what you were going to say. I don't know what I was going to say. I was just going to say, I appreciate you guys. Seriously, we want to tell your story. So if you got yeah. it, it yeah. doesn't matter where you are, what's going on. You guys helping us share it. and comment and rate really helps us. Like we talked about last episode, last few episodes of like, in our podcast out there for others to hear so um the more we share the more we care wow look at that the more you know hey rainbow learned another thing tonight all right well all right. Thanks, thanks again for guys us ramble. <laughs> <laughs> have a great morning day night. morning day whatever it is for you and uh we'll, we'll see you next time. week see ya, see ya.